Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the podcast where we catch up and crap, crack, crack a couple of bloody cold ones. Bloody <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm having an aneurysm at the start of a show. Uh, you were just trying to say Kraken because we were talking about Kraken pre-recording. Yeah, yes. I might have had a few too many Krakens yesterday. <laughs> and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Ash, Dan and Tom. And uh, in, I've got one in person this time, which is very exciting. Ash. Yes, I'm out of I'm out of quarantine. I'm out of the prison and I am here in your fabulous podcast studio <laughs> and I am so happy to be here. Excellent, excellent. So let's, uh, let's have a crack for Ash, everyone. He's done his two weeks. I've got my Coca-Cola. Uh, you've already cracked your Pepsi, Yeah, I've Max. actually already cracked mine. So. <laughs> I'll just get another one just for the crack sound. <laughs> well, we've, got, we've got a sound here somewhere, Josh. That's very... Yeah, it's it on the- very quiet, <laughs> but it was there. It's, it's, it's on the same uh, channel as the as, as the theme. That's currently playing. So ah. if we if we get rid of the theme, right, we, we, we lower that bad boy down. We get, look, we've, we've introduced ourselves. So now we just go to the crack. Ah, that- much better. That was me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what about you fellas, Tom and Dan? How are you guys? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I start my new job tomorrow, so if- otherwise I'd be down there with you boys, but it's kind of the nervous energy starting to build up, but she'll mm. be right. Very, very exciting. exciting. She will be right. So what have you um got to ease the nerves for tonight, Dan? You got some um, nice uh, drops there. Two beverages today. One I'm halfway through. One I've got the Moondog Mango Ice Cream IPA, a little splice of heaven, <laughs> and one waiting on in on the on the bench at the moment. Something I bought entirely for the can, and it could be horrible. No. Jurassic Pulp. Oh my god! <laughs> comes from Germany. Ah, this is good, yeah. <laughs> The Germans do know their beer, so they do. They do indeed. Mm. I'm a bit worried though. They're trying to sell it with uh, the obviously the marketing of Jurassic Park. They can't sell it on its own credence, and, just and, being a nice and beer. Pulp Fiction, mm. so, but it's worked on me. I say, I'll say that. <laughs> is that what that is? Is that like? Is it meant to be Pulp Fiction? Because I won't lie. I just thought of orange juice pulp when you read that out, and I was like, oh. why would there be pulp in beer? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of extra roughage. <laughs> Jesus. But can just can just, just say, a bit of texture for your beer. <laughs> you speaking of oranges just gives me a bit of PTSD after your adventures in food and quarantine. <laughs> so you might remember uh, Ash had just made a very disturbing feature out of eating an orange the last week. I uh, did it. Week. I did it twice, actually. <laughs> yeah. This is really funny, guys, because... He just does does it on his Instagram stories, and he just takes a bite out of this orange. I'm like, oh my god! Just like didn't Skin pe- and all. yeah, didn't peel it or anything. And then it just keeps going, and he eats the whole thing. And I showed I showed my pregnant wife, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, and she started to draw a reach. And, well, take the phone, take the phone away from her. She doesn't like that. I was a little bit insane coming towards the end of my quarantine. That was I think on the last night, and um, because I had made a video. Not long, like it maybe the first few days of me eating a peeled orange, but I just filmed my face while I was doing it, and I like I didn't take the segments apart. I just ate it all together as though it was like an apple, and mm. it was just so much orange juice running down my face and everything. And it looked like really disturbing, and everyone hated it. And then I got the other orange because I don't know what food they're going to give me because I just never check. And then I got another orange, and I was like, yes. <laughs> 
and I took a photo of it, just put that in my Instagram story, just like with a little, um, the like, I don't know what you'd say, the the cheeky smiling face as emoji, just as the text. Mm. And so many people immediately were just like messaging me, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ash is the kind of guy that eats his orange with the skin on, but peels his chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually don't no. like chicken nuggets. So. Oh, yeah, true. I was, I was, his, his vegan nuggets. <laughs> this is well. This is the thing with Ash because, like, he's recently gone vegetarian, and uh, yesterday at our baby shower, I'm like, oh, you know, have something to eat, man. It's all good. It's like it's like it's it's a barbecue. So, <laughs> I think, and I think the, I think the noodle salad also had bacon in it as well. I did notice that because I was like, oh, yeah, oh, we'll have some noodle salad, and I was looking at it, I was like, there's fucking bacon. <laughs> I'm just like. I'm like, I just kept on forgetting numerous times throughout the day. Just, oh, have something to eat. To- oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry, man. I, I feel bad. I'm just like, oh. Honestly, it was fine. I actually <laughs> ate just before I went anyway, so I wasn't hungry. But then I, um, before we came back here to record, I went to get something to eat and I was, I went to IGA and I was like, man, they've got, even at the supermarket here, because the IGA here is quite small, I was like, there's like nothing vegetarian. So I just bought some burger rings and that's all I ate yesterday, really, apart from breakfast at Early in the morning. <laughs> I was going on- um, What about some fruit or something? What about that? Was well, that actually, what? I ate a few bits of watermelon at your baby shower. <laughs> <Skin and> all. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't peeled. Yeah, that's, Do you peel watermelon? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the next video I want to see. It's just like holding a watermelon and just eating Going it. Going ham on it. <laughs> actually, no, you might not be able to fit the whole thing in. Like, it's, pretty, it's, a, it's pretty big. So maybe- <laughs> I don't have to eat it in one bite. <laughs> I just want you to eat the skin around it and just be left with like the flesh of the watermelon. <laughs> just, just like an ear of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, so, Tom, what have you been up to, my man? Um, not a great deal. Uh, we've had a lot of birthdays in my my close family. My partner's uh, dad's birthday was Friday, and my mum's birthday was a Saturday. Today is our day off, and then tomorrow night is my partner's mum's birthday. So, oh, it's, God. Oh, God. she's all happening. <laughs> yeah, it's birthday yeah. season. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um. Too many beverages being consumed lately. Mm, uh, I think mm. that I'm going to have to pull up. Maybe next week I might be on the waters. <laughs> well, that's we've gone with the the fizzy drink tonight because we might have yeah. overindulged last night. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, we didn't get like silly or anything. Nah, did we? No, we, no, I, we weren't like blind drunk, but it was it was still enough. <laughs> it was enough. Yeah, I got to the pub and I'm just like, I need water later <laughs> 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 night, which is a. Uh, Responsible and very responsible, boys. Drinking well, that very water. Very responsible. Mm. Yeah. I could have said, you know what? I'm going to double down. I'm just going to dehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> just eat a heap of salt. Mm. Just sh- shriveled up Drew sitting in the corner. <laughs> just look like a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> a handsome raisin. Yeah, very handsome raisin. But a raisin nonetheless. <laughs> but, but you know what? He'll be raising a son soon. Oh, he will. He <laughs> will. I like it. Yeah. I'm very, very excited be for that. For that. <laughs> and yeah. on that, I'll leave. So, <laughs> no, Honestly, then, that was a wonderful segue. It was. It was <laughs> a wonderful segue. I, I always hate it when it's just like, oh, that's a good segue. And it's just like everyone points out how good a segue it is and just ruins it. So I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things that just... Kind of has to be done, but you were going to say you're going to leave, so you just have to clarify that you're okay. You're allowed to stay on the podcast. <laughs> that, that pun has been forgiven. That was just strike one, Dan. <laughs> that's your strike two. He's um <laughs> strike, strike three will be me, my furphy being a grandma falling over somewhere. <laughs> no, what was it? Um, she 
didn't take her walking stick or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Old grandma picks up walking sticks. Like, no, she uh, got given it by her grandson. <laughs> <laughs> it was handed to her. Oh. Dan's like, the, no, that one was the furphy. And the reason it was a furphy is because there was actually a typo in it when I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. actually an old man. <laughs> uh, they actually weren't old at all. They just had a knee operation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yep. That's getting into technicalities mm. there. And uh, <laughs> if somebody actually does do that as one of their furphies. I'm in your state now and I will come to your house. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, I like it. Um, But, yeah, I am very excited to be a father. Looking forward to it next year. We, um, Chantelle and I did know for a little while what gender we were going to have. The idea was to uh, get the colour in the cake, whether it's blue or pink, and cut the cake. Oh, yeah, find out what it is. And uh, when I got, like, the, the sex of the child... I put it in my pocket, like I fold it, put it in my pocket. You don't get an envelope or anything. I was really surprised. He's just like, here it is. He just cuts it up, cuts, a, cuts it and puts it, like folds it in half and just gives it to you. Like, oh, shit. So you put it in your pocket and whatever. And it was in my top drawer just in this room here. And uh, a couple of weeks after, Shanta was like, do you want to look at it? And I wanted, I wanted to look at it like as soon as I got it anyway. I'm like, <laughs> are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah. Because like a lot of the time I'm sort of like sort of fantasizing about like whether it's a boy or a girl or um, like what what it will be, and it's like you know I'm really looking forward to either one. I just want to know so I can sort of mentally ready myself to yeah. to get there. Where yeah. it's a, yeah, because yeah. I I would have I predicted a girl early on. Like um, we did a thing at the baby shower where it's like oh guess what it's going to be a boy or a girl, and a lot of people it was kind of fifty fifty. Well, that and it was and it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> no, 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 but you know some people could have been like oh no no definitely it's a it's a Bloody boy. dead set. It's going to be a little boy. Yeah. yeah. And one of Chantel's friends, actually, she put together like a little care package with all this uh, like cute baby toys and stuff. And it was all blue. And apparently she said to Chantel, like, no, nah, it's going to be it's a boy. Yeah, oh. And well, like, she was so adamant and it was. I'm like, wow, that's. Um... <laughs> She's a clairvoyant, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Imagine if it just wasn't and she'd be like, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to return <laughs> all of these gifts. Well, you know, I don't think it's such a big deal that a little girl has to play with a. A, like a blue stuffed elephant. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I, think, I don't so. think it really matters. <laughs> I mean, it's just a color after all. It doesn't, I mean, I think you back, say in, the, that, back in the 1800s, I think pink was a boy's color there anyway. So, oh, was it? That's cool. I think pink is a very universal color this day and age anyway. Yeah, I love pink. I was, awesome. we- I was wearing a pink shirt at your baby shower. Yeah. So. You're like a little flamingo I was. getting around. It was very, very <laughs> was gracious. <laughs> You say that, but Hitler was introduced to pink at a very young age. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what you mean like the pop star pink? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Just like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, they were good friends up until you know he became a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess Hitler. He had um, if 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 it's the same law from Wolfenstein, he can go into the future and he would have oh, listened to pink. This is true. Yes. <laughs> Wolfenstein's a weird game. He really loves get the party started. Have any of you? Oh, no. <laughs> have any of you ever seen the, the? It's like a short film. It's called Kung Fury. No. Yes. Oh, it no. is so good. The main villain in that is uh, Hitler, and he's the Kung Fuhrer. <laughs> oh God. 
It's just the most insane piece of cinema I've ever seen, and it's exactly. so funny. It's just actually, so many puns like on top of each other. There's a cop in who's um who's actually a triceratops, and his name is Triceracop. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to watch it. It's unlike actually, anything I've ever seen before. God level meme. Me. Yeah. Have you have you guys seen Danger Five? Oh, okay. So I know what this is, but I haven't seen it. But I've heard yeah. it's really it was, good. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. I think it was made in Adelaide. But you just reminded me of that because as it's like an old like take on like seventies spy shows and stuff, and like or forties spy shows. Because at the end, of, at the start of every show, there, there's I've got the director to it who sends them out on their mission, and it always finishes with the tagline. And as always, go kill Hitler. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I like it. I'm just looking it up now. Allied Super Team Danger Fire reunite after years of far-flung obscurity of Stop Hitler's ultimate quest of world domination in the 1980s. Excess-soaked universe of neon ninjas, discos, dinosaurs, pizza, and prom queens. Is it Australian? Yeah, it's Australian. Yeah, it's made in Adelaide. I think it was originally on the ABC. Yeah, right. It's just like it's got like a, a Hitler just like in a, <laughs> in in a, a varsity high, jacket. Oh my god! <laughs> just a high school student. Jesus Christ! I just think of like that meme of Steve Buscemi. He's like, "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> just hanging out there with his skateboard <laughs> and his uh, toothbrush pencil, toothbrush moustache. Mm. Hmm. No, like we we need these comedies making fun of Hitler because Hitler is a um, you know he is the. A one example of being a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a bad person. Hot take. <laughs> oh, oh well, please explain yourself, Dan. So Dan has a differing opinion on this. Apparently, <laughs> please. Ex- he was a bad person. I say he was a very bad person. Ah. Uh, oh, so this is how you word your furfies as well, is it? <laughs> Yeah, one of his stories is Hitler is bad. It's like, uh, that was the furphy. Because <laughs> he was actually, actually very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, holy. speaking of furfies, shall we crack a few? Oh, I reckon we should there, Tom. All right, boys, let's, uh, let's crack these furfies. Uh, who would like to get into theirs first? I'll go first. I did. I want to get these out of the way. I wrote them in about two minutes after I got here because I hadn't got them ready. I don't currently have internet where I am in South End, so... Yeah, I threw these together. Well, I was putting them together as I could see your faces on the monitor when you were talking shit about us. He, when we- <laughs> he had to hit the run around town just looking for like what's happening <laughs> and write that down. Yeah. So story number one, Hitler was a bad person. <laughs> story number two, Hitler was a very yeah. bad person. <laughs> story number three, Hitler was okay. Um, okay, so no. Story number <laughs> story number one. Original manuscript for George Orwell's 1984 featuring omitted talking cat character sold at auction for record-breaking amounts. Um, story number two. Shaving foam tradition enjoyed by hundreds of students at St. Andrews University. That's a really open, very ambiguous article headline I've just realised. Uh, story number three, sexy Bernie, Stan- Bernie Sanders <laughs> costume might be this year's scariest Halloween costume. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know a couple of these that- um, A couple? Jesus Christ, Tom. So Tom already knows which one's the- 
All right. I'll give you. I'll just give you information on all three. So we go back to George mm-hmm. Orwell's manuscript. George Orwell's original manuscript for 1984 was famously very different from the final publication. The original version of the story featured several characters that were eventually written out of the final story, including a talking cat that worked as a spy for the dystopian government. The manuscript sold for a record-breaking £1.4 million, which is roughly $2.58 million Australian, and was bought by a private collector. And story number two, the shaving foam one. Hundreds of students have been enjoying the traditional Raisin Monday shaving foam fight at the University of St Andrews in Fife. The tradition sees first-year students dress up in costumes before being covered in foam. That's all I've got written down for that. I did write these very quickly and the quality definitely shows. Uh, Story number three, um, Bernie Sanders' sexy costume. The idea behind the costume came from the images of the 80-year-old Vermont senator's cosy outfit at the January event. It doesn't say what the event is, but everybody knows the meme. According to the costume description, the look is is meant for you to be... a viral internet meme. This political chairman costume comes with a grey coat, cosy mittens and a face mask for a total Insta-worthy moment. I've seen a picture of it and it's... I don't know, it kind of just doesn't look like... Like, if you saw someone wearing that, you wouldn't think, oh, Bernie Sanders. It's just a very, like a... You just look cold. It's just like a sexy Halloween <laughs> costume. You yeah. just look cold. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd be, be definitely colder in this version of the costume. I'll say that much. <laughs> But you might not be able to tell it's Bernie Sanders. But the important thing is, would you say they're sexy? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think any eighty old eighty year old man wearing that, I would find very sexy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> heck, you not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we think? So, who would want to dress up as a sexy Bernie Sanders? That's the. I mean, I would want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> would you be able to pull it off though, Dan? You'll just look like a young Bernie Sanders. <laughs> a well, young, sexy you. Bernie Sanders. Why, well, thank you. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, sexy Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Don't be sexy farts. Don't be sexy farts. Goddamn sexy Sanders. <laughs> Biden's just sitting there going, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's this shaving foam tradition. They're just getting covered in it? I saw images of the fight, and yeah, it looked like they were just, they're just, they're just having a fight in quotation foam marks. Fight. I think they just throw shaving foam on each other. There was a lot of them, and they were all covered in shaving foam. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's going to have a good old shave up, eh? Oh, that caught me off guard. Maybe, maybe they're a swimmer. Maybe they're all swimmers. And they just, you know what, let's make an event out of it. <laughs> let's just all become aerodynamic. Well, it didn't say whether that was the case or not. So they hey, could have been. Hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm putting extra context in there for the boys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the name of the talking cat in 1984? I, the article either didn't say or I didn't read ahead enough to find that. As I said, I did throw <laughs> these together very quickly and I was just copy pasting like first paragraphs, which is why they and Very say his name was probably Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Kevin sounds about right. Or at least the not Russian translation of Kevin. <laughs> Vladimir. <laughs> Dmitri. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to lock in story number one. <laughs> uh, anybody else going to lock anything in? <laughs> Dewey's thinking. Do he's thinking? Is Tommy thinking? 
I'm I'm thinking. I've thought. Oh, well, I believe he knows. I, I don't. I don't want to. Oh right. I was sort of. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're looking for a, a hint in Tom's perhaps. Well, yeah. Well, I know. Kind of was. Yeah. I know. One <laughs> I know one's a hundred percent correct because I've seen it and I was going to put it in mine, but I was like, is that really going to be applicable? Is that newsworthy? You are the like, sexy Sanders. Uh, well, <laughs> you uh, know it's correct. Maybe. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and lock in. Actually, number two. Uh, yeah, number two. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Are you going number two as well, Dan? Yeah, why not? Well, I can confirm <laughs> that Dan is correct, and I don't think there even is an original manuscript of 1984 <laughs> by George Orwell. <laughs> I made that up on the spot. The cat version, though. I would love if that uh, existed and was real. That would be awesome. I'd definitely read that, but no, I made it up. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll write it as fan fiction. <laughs> Then it will be real, and then we'll go back and get an extra point. We will have- <laughs> You'll posthumously get an extra point. Exactly. Very nice. Well, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got like a real sort of quick round before going into my uh, proper ones. So I'll do this, then I'll, I'll chuck it back to you guys. But this is just a real quick one for um, Sony games coming from the PlayStation to the PC next year. See if you guys can guess which one. So one of these is correct. So, the first one is uh, Ghost of Tsushima comes to PC in 2022. Next one is Bloodborne comes to PC in 2022. Next one is God of War comes to PC in 2022. I know which one. I think maybe I know which one as well, maybe. I could be, I might be wrong though. So, actually, I don't know. (laughs) And I have not kept up with the gaming news at all, but I think I have a hunch. Mm-hmm. I know but two of them confident. are like highly sought after and they want them to be in there. And I know that one got confirmed the other day. Oh, okay. So the reason I thought I knew which one it was is because I thought two of them were already on PC. <laughs> um, I thought that Bloodborne and Ghost of Tsushima both already were. So that was my thinking was that it will be God of War. Um, well, none of these games are on PC at the moment. Ah, they, so. I didn't know that. I was completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> well, I'll go with God of War anyway. I'll go with yeah, me first. I'll stab. go with God of War. I'm jumping on that because it's right. <laughs> it is right. So God of War. <laughs> I just thought I'll bring this up because this is fucking hilarious, guys. So uh, I just see on Twitter, uh, PlayStation puts up and <laughs> embark on Kratos's a deeply personal quest into the brutal, brutal Norse realms when God of War 2018 comes to PC on January 14th, 2022. And just the responses to it are just like so funny. Uh, there's this guy called, what's his uh, Twitter here? A PlayStation, like his actual name is PlayStation Snaps. And they just post, true PlayStation fans realize this is the beginning of the end for the PlayStation console. <laughs> it's a sad day for PlayStation loyals and a great day for PC gamers. Big L PlayStation, sad day. And it's just like, there's, there's so much of that just like posted underneath here. It's just uh, it's so I sad. Just, I just don't understand <laughs> why anyone would care. <laughs> it's not I like mean, the games are being taken away from the PlayStation. It's just people want to be mad. They just want to be mad. Yeah. tribal. Mm. Mm. It, Shouldn't it be a good thing that it's available for everyone to play? No, yeah, they want to be the only ones that have game. access to it. <laughs> like it says, like only on PlayStation on the box from um, how long ago was it now? About three years ago. And people are like, oh, they lied to us. <laughs> they lied to us. Those monsters. How dare they try and get another revenue stream? So, yeah, I just thought that was funny. They lied. To- well, at the time, it wasn't a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like, I don't think we should put that on the box in case in the future we don't have that. <laughs> yeah, it comes that's, that's- comes to PC when the next console's out. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, I'm up to go. 
We let's go. Go for All it. All right. Story number one. Scientists have developed mini brains and they've just grown eyes. <laughs> Story number two. Old Self-proclaimed woman. shaman accused of starting California fire said she was trying to boil bear urine. Oh, don't do that. Stink <laughs> like shit. Like piss. Like piss. <laughs> Literally. And story number three, man claims island in the Baltic Sea near Helsinki to be a new nation. Names it the free land of Torvalandis. So just too long a name. (laughs) It'll never catch on. Nah, I wouldn't go there. And now I'll just read read through these stories. Also sounds like a trap. The free land. Oh, I'll go there. Oh, no, this this sucks. <laughs> this wasn't a free land at all. Rampant slavery all through there. Oh, there's, there's so many talking cats that report to the government. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. Story, num- <laughs> story number one. New horrific state of consciousness just dropped. Oh. Many lab-grown <laughs> brains have sponta- spontaneously developed rudimentary, rudimentary eye structures, scientists have reported in a fascinating new paper, as they unwittingly create an entirely new nightmarish form of being. The tiny, human-derived brain organoids grown in dishes grew two symmetrical optic cups, which apparently mirror the development of eyes on human embryos. If this wasn't horrifying enough... The eyes appear to be at least partially functional as they respond to light by sending signals to the rest of the brain tissue. Researchers hope their work with the smooth brain blobs can help further understanding of the process of eye differentiation and in the treatment of eye diseases. Mm. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds gross, Dan. What you bring that, uh, bring that here? If that right. if that's the lie and you made that up, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd just go to the other extreme after last week. <laughs> uh, story number two: A California woman professing to be a shaman who was arrested and charged with igniting a wildfire that has thousands of homes under threat claimed the fire was started inadvertently while she was attempting to boil bear urine. Authorities said mm. Alexandra Suvernaneva. 30, could be sentenced for up to nine years if convicted of starting the fire, according to officials. The fire has destroyed roughly 41 homes and 90 structures. Jesus Christ. She has pleaded not guiltily, but is now reportedly thought to have ignited several fires across California. She said she had been hiking to Canada as the blaze approached Shasta County on Wednesday, documents noted. When she became thirsty and approached a puddle of what she claimed to be bear urine, she told forest officials she attempted to make a fire to purify it. No. no. The wood she hoped to use was too wet for the fire to start. Fucking drink the wood. Don't drink the piss. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She then drank the animal urine and proceeded on her journey, according to the report. She allegedly became caught some brush and called the fire department for help, who when they requested she empty her pockets, she presented CO2 canisters, a lighter, and a green leafy substance she admitted to smoking that day. (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah, and just just to clarify as I drink the wood, I mean just like, you know, I know tr- you try and get the moisture out the wood. Don't get the don't Boil try to the purify bay. the piss. Yeah, that's just <laughs> fucking gross. I'd rather just chew on dry bark than <laughs> a, a bear, God, it will take 
Just the smell. Oh, it would She's be She's been horrible. watching too much Bear Grylls. Just those territorial <laughs> animals. Well, just, Bear Grylls drinks oh. his own piss, so by <laughs> by mm. proxy, it's the same thing. I'll drink exactly. my own piss um, before I'll drink any anything else's piss. Like, I think that's... That's a, you know, I had a few drinks last night. My pee looked really purified <laughs> when I was coming out, so I wouldn't have too big a problem with that. I right. mean, I I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving right along to number three now. There are thousands of small islands in the Baltic Sea, and Gustav Torvalis has had the bright idea to claim one of them for himself. Torvalis has attempted to claim ownership of the island of Musta Matala, a tiny dot in the ocean roughly 11 kilometres south of Helsinki. It is currently occupied by a lighthouse and not, mu- not much else. There are hundreds of micronations across the world, such as the Principality of Sealand off the coast of Great Britain, the Republic of Molossia in the Nevada Desert, and Liberland on the, coast, on the banks of the Danube between Serbia and Croatia. Many of these micronations are not recognised by any major governments. Torvalis has attempted to claim Torvalandis to make a statement about climate change, saying that if something isn't done soon, his new country will surely be wiped from the map. If these big countries, such as America and Russia, don't do anything soon, <laughs> the blood of Torvalandis will be on their hands, said <laughs> King Gustav I. Oh my God. We are but a small dot in the Baltic subject to the whims of the tides. If the sea levels rise with the melting of the polar caps, Torvalandis will submerge permanently beneath the waves. King, King Gustav has taken residence on the small rock to help his new country. In addition to making this climate change statement, he believes by making himself a sovereign nation, he will now be exempt from paying Finnish taxes. <laughs> Jesus. The Finnish government declined to comment on this story. <laughs> there actually used to be a sovereign nation in Western Australia called Hutt River Province. I was only like, I told someone about this uh, kind of recently, I guess. And I looked it up when I did and it's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's been annexed into um, mm. just Australia. But there was the guy that it was like a big legal loophole when he founded it and he like named himself the king and everything. And they had their, own, they literally have that had their own military and had their own like military <laughs> coat of arms. and shit. It was so stupid. Yeah, you just go on what Fiverr and get like a flag made, yeah. <laughs> Etsy or something. <laughs> uh, um, you add an extra uh, star to the Australian flag or something. All right. Well, I know where I'm leaning with this one. I am gonna stab straight out at number three. I think just because yeah. I know that number one just to me sounds too. Weird to be made up by Dan. <laughs> Dan's not that weird a guy. Oh, Dan's he- pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh, come on. And oh, number two, I mean, I've got my own nuclear reactor in my bathroom. He so. does. He does. That sounds like oh, he's probably the one making the brains. <laughs> yeah. Um. And number two, I think, also sounds very believable because I only learnt this while I was in quarantine that if you boil urine, it actually makes phosphorus, and phosphorus phosphorus mm-hmm. is incredibly flammable. So that. There's some science in that. The chemistry in that definitely checks out. So I'm just going to stab with number three. Yeah. I'm going to go number three too, uh, just because it is really out there. But the thing is, like, you can find really out there stories and then you can make a, a story which is like, oh, yeah, I guess that could happen. But yeah, then, it's uh, like a didn't a actually happen. Red yeah. herring. It's the believable ones that yeah. catch you out. And Dan, he's, he's quite good at this game. So, But yeah, I am going to go number three. Um, we'll see how we go with that. What about you, Tom? 
Well, I was leaning towards number three too, because both of you guys have gone there. I'm going to go with number one. Oh, de- oh Tom, you're going to be you're going to feel so left out, man. If uh, I will, well, that's just right I'm though. It will be the ones with egg True. on our face. Or there's number two there still in the wind, which, uh, which the is California a, shaman fire, just the the piss boiler. I also <laughs> wait. I also did so. Did you say that she was hiking to Canada? That? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what the story says. From California, that's a long way. <laughs> Fuck oath, that's a long way. <laughs> uh, that's a long right. car ride. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm that you've cracked the furfies this week. It is hey. Torvalandis is not a real place. Yes, nice. we got it. We got him good. Nice. You should have. You should have <laughs> jumped on the on the bandwagon, I Tom. I think it was, it was something. Um, Along the lines of when he said, uh, the blood of these people will be on her hands. <laughs> I was like, alarm bell started ringing then. I just didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> King Gustav's aggressive tactics have not reached Tom's ears. No, no, they have not. <laughs> nah. uh, well, at least there's an island out there, but isn't the land of the freedom. It's, the, <laughs> it's very much living on ancient traditions. Does that island actually exist, by the way, or did you make it up? It does exist, yes. Okay. Yep. What's it's actually a tiny there? little dot with a lighthouse and not much else. Because I know you always do a lot of research into your stories. That one you did with all the Spanish place names got me good. Mm. Yeah, all right, very all smart, right. Dan. Very smart. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. I'll go next. Bring up my stories. So, boys, this is a uh, kind of tech focused, I guess, because um, I quite enjoyed them, the gaming ones last week. So I did some um, sort of tech ones. There's a gaming story in here. So, story number one is Facebook reportedly reportedly uh, rebranding around Metaverse. <laughs> Next story is German ban of dying light on Nintendo Switch eShop affects multiple countries. So, that just basically means that they can't release on the eShop in multiple countries, including Australia. And that's story number three, Apple reveals brand new iPad with brand new M1 Pro and M1 Max system on a chip architecture. Right. Okay. Right. I know, I do know one of these is true, so I will guess last. Okay. But I'd love to hear some more details on them all anyway. So number one, uh, about Facebook. Facebook is planning a corporate rebranding according to a report from The Verge. Setting a source from... uh, uh, Setting a source... No, setting a source with direct knowledge of the matter, the site is reporting that the company behind the social uh, social network is planning a change to its name to encompass its uh, ambitions for building a, a brand new metaverse. Facebook is holding an annual uh, Connect conference on October 28th, but The Verge says the rebranding could be announced sooner. So basically they want to do this just to um, <laughs> better, better their image because... Everyone hates Facebook. <laughs> uh, story number two, German ban-, ban of Dying Light on Nintendo eShop. So Dying Light for Nintendo Switch is unavailable digitally in Europe, Australia, and New Zealand due to the lack of a German rating. Uh, the Techland spokesman uh, explained that the reason of the title's absence is because Nintendo's European eShop is registered in Germany. Quote, the digital version is currently banned in Germany where the European eShop is officially registered. This is making it impossible to officially dispute the game, uh, distribute the game in European countries, also Australia and New Zealand. 
And story number three, uh, Apple unveils a brand new iPad Pro with brand new chips. The M1 Pro and M1 Max can reach multiple speeds of up to 400 gigs per second, etc., etc. There's lots of uh, tech in here we can get into if you like. It just talks about speeds, all of that. I'm a big Apple fan, so I'm excited about this. But boys, what do we think? Hmm. I mean, a rebrand's not going to help the public perception of Facebook being the absolute worst. So they're actually renaming it Cole Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the story goes: it's, they're not actually going to change the name Facebook, but they're going to re sort of change the the way their corporation is structured. Kind of, sim- it says here that it's similar to how um, Google. Um, restructured around the company Alphabet and how they did that. So that's that's what that's going to be happening there. But yeah, because you know Facebook, they're doing like the VR stuff and all that. They're doing like a fair few things that aren't just social media, but it's all just to uh, suck our information dry to sell it off, like to suck our information dry. <laughs> <Fuck her. laughs> yeah, they got a fing- their fingers in a lot of pies over at Facebook. Yes, yes, they in, do. And quite a lot of pies, too many mm. pies, you'd say. Mm. Potentially, 68, yes. How, 9 billion people, however many users they have. Don't don't you hate it when you're just like, oh, nah, I barely use Facebook, but then you use Messenger every day? Yeah. It's like, they got you, man. They fucking got you. Because, like, you don't want to be like, yeah, I'm not going to use it and just get rid of it. Then it's like, oh, i got to get people's phone numbers. I don't have that. I don't, I don't have any of your phone numbers. Yeah, we all just talk <laughs> on Messenger. Like, I was off Facebook until quite recently for years, and I had Messenger the entire time. Mm. It's just so handy to talk to people. Everyone's on it, so. It's like, I don't, like, when I meet a new person, like, I don't ask for their phone number anymore because if I'm on Facebook, like. Yeah, exactly. Why would I need it? I can call them and message them. It was actually kind of annoying, though, when I was off Facebook. Every time I met someone new and we wanted to talk on Messenger and stuff, I had to reactivate my Facebook to add them as a friend and then deactivate it again. Oh, right, yeah. So I could get them on Messenger. <laughs> yeah, they, they know how to get you. They, they know. do. They're not as silly as they look. They don't look very silly at all. They look like a massive corporation that uh, wants, to, wants to suck us suck dry. But, um, yeah, what are we thinking, guys? We want more info... Oh. We've already got a little bit of information. I, I would love more information past what you've already said. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm going to angrily stab at number two with no information whatsoever. <laughs> uh, dying light, um, not coming to countries because of its uh, it, the Germany that, shop. That's extremely plausible, knowing the state of video games classification in Australia and New Zealand. It is a hundred percent possible. I just think that at least I think number one is probably the truest of all because I, I think I could be wrong, but I think I read something about Metaverse. I think you were playing Persona. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it coming. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yep. I'm just going to stick with number two. Number two. Uh, ju- just to just to clarify, though, that it's not because it's banned in Australia. It's because it's banned in Germany. In Germany, um it sort of affects how it's distributed over the eShop across Europe and we're tied in with Europe. So yeah. just to clarify that, yeah, make sure you're not thinking that it's because of the silly Australians. What one are you going to go for, Dan? I'm currently leaning towards... I'm going to say I'm going to go with number two as well, I think. Number two? Based on nothing but <laughs> a, a hunch. Uh, I'm going to go with number three, I think, because I know that number one is true. I did read that about Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I also think that 
just I'm only not picking number two because I think that that game would already be out on other systems. I don't know why it would only be refused classification on Switch for a game that's already out. Um, the Switch port is coming later. Like, it's coming out now. Like, this game came out 2016 Years ago. or something. Or is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's what I mean, or though. Like, it it would, those older ones that it's been ported from are released there with rating. So, I just don't see why this one would be refused rating when those ones are already out. So that's why I'm not picking that one. I'm going to go with number three with that iPad. Also, I've just never heard of that iPad story either. So, yep. Well, Ash, you cracked the furphy. Yes. It's number nice. three. Uh, there is um, There was an iPad release last year or early this year, but it's actually the brand new MacBook that got announced. <laughs> He's done the Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Drew's story number four, grandma dropped cancer. <laughs> Hitler was bad. <laughs> So I knew that was a bit of a Dan story, but I thought it'll <laughs> give him a little bit of his own uh, thing there. I like it. So yeah, I thought I'd be able to get you with that because like no one gives a shit about MacBooks and that around here. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, just- I am not an Apple person <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, fair got enough. A Samsung phone and a HP laptop. So so there there is a there is a um, iPad Pro with um, an M1 chip, but. Uh, last week they introduced like a MacBook with like a beefed up version of that chip. There's two different types. There's the the M1 Pro, which is Apple's first system on a chip, which is being put into like their laptops and everything. So don't they don't have to work with Intel anymore. And like just like the speeds and performance and the battery uh, performance as well is just like pretty insane. So just as a bit of a techie, it's like really cool to look into and just like what you can do with sort of the the mobile hardware they're making. I think Google's doing a similar thing too. They're making their own system on chips for their Pixel phones and stuff. So it's gonna it's kind of like a cool little battle that's happening between these manufacturers where you know they're competing. Who can make the yeah, I think like the competition's first. really good and healthy hmm. for the market too. The competition is what leads to innovation because yeah. they have to keep keeping their inter- the audience interested. Yeah, and it's really cool too because like Intel, like that's what the MacBooks have been running on for years, and obviously a lot of other laptops as well, but. They're just being left in the dust by Apple at the moment. Like they are, they are like, we're not using you anymore, and we're making some way better shit. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting how they sort of jump back as well. I don't doing. think they won't have that. Like, obviously, it'll be a big loss for them, but I don't think they'd have any trouble standing for it because they make all oh, no, the no, 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 PC of course, processes yeah. of and everything course, like of course, that. Yeah, so. yeah, it is a big, it is like a big loss to like lose Apple as like a. A customer, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to. <laughs> they're going to fold <laughs> immediately. <laughs> no, but just like from their, they put they put ads out being like, oh, you know, this is why you need to get the latest PC because it's got this and this, and it's just like it's like really sort of reaching like <laughs> for something to complain about. A clutching at straws. Yes, very much. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry about the 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 Dan style fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I, can I no, I like it. You've got me twice in a row now with these tacky stories, Drew. Mm. But that's the Get thing, like, the, the, the things I'm, like, I go and look at, like, random stories. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. But, like, the stuff I actually keep up with, it's um, it might be it might be something I can do to try and trick your bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you should keep going with the tech ones because I think I've gotten both of them right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought I might have actually got Ash because um, I didn't. Because <laughs> I, I noticed yesterday I said, like, oh, I'm really keen to get the uh, new MacBook. So I don't know if that was a giveaway, but no, honestly, it didn't cross my mind at all. He wasn't listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> right, now Tom. that you've said it, I've linked it, but yeah, I, it <laughs> didn't didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Alrighty, um, so I've pulled a I've pulled a iDruby format here, and I've just done dot points this week because I tend to waffle on and give myself away. <laughs> yeah. so Tom is the. 
the grandfather of um, putting in quality and information into the stories. Now he's the one winding it back. <laughs> yep, yep, dialing it back. He's um, um, re- he's just released the 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 original chunky iPod and wound it back to the smaller touch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the iPod um classic was fucked. That's sick. it, the classic. The what was it, like 120 oh, gig? Yeah, 160. Um, I, I had one. Yeah, you did. When I was a kid, I wanted one so bad. Yeah, but me too. I could not afford one. They were like five hundred so bucks. Expensive. <laughs> and um, it lasted a long time as well, and I never filled it up. <laughs> when Chantel took over her her business, uh, the gym in town, it had, she, like the previous owner had two iPods, like like those big classic ones, and like they're so they're useless now because you just want to like just go, oh yeah, follow your band, download, yeah. and that's it. But this is so cool to hold and feel anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> no, no apologies. Um, okay. Story number one. Alec Baldwin told Gunn was safe before fatal shooting. Uh, story number two. Arnott's announce beloved biscuit to be scrapped. No, Arnott's. And oh. story number three. Scottish man finds second message in a bottle from Canada. I know one of these is true. Yeah, I also know one of these is true, and I reckon it's the same one that Dan knows. Yeah, I'd I say think so. most people. I don't think we could avoid that new story. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, all, we all know we all know which one it is. Yeah. I can't believe that that happened. That this is probably going to like ruin his life. Just about. Yeah. All right, Tom, just give us this information about story number one because we all, we all know that's not the furphy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, because um, <laughs> the we'll gun actor. It. Alec Baldwin um, fired a gun on set that he was handed by the director that um, killed the cinematographer, um, Helena Hutchins. Um, The bullet not only travelled through her chest but then hit another person behind her, gravely wounding him as well. They were both taken to the hospital and um, Helena Hutchins died. Yeah. It's very, very horrible. Very Um, awful. Yeah. Apparently, the set also had safety concerns earlier in the week before this incident as well. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things being in question by the producers and stuff like that. But apparently, Alec Baldwin is just fully cooperating with the police. He's like, if you need to take me anywhere, put me in jail, hold me, whatever, just go for it. He's like, I I swear on my life that I got told this thing was safe. Yeah, mm. I don't think I don't think Alec Baldwin did anything yeah. wrong in the situation. He's like yeah. had this happen to him because somebody else has messed up somewhere in the yeah. line. He had no reason to believe he could hurt someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was meant to be a prop gun. It wasn't meant to have bullets in it. Yeah, so did it actually have just a real bullet in it instead of the fake just explosive that makes the sound? I think that's uncertain at the moment. Yeah. But okay. the main thing that people know is that the armorer or the prop master had fucked up, not Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin's like, oh, so he's, he's, he puts his hand in his pocket. No, oh, is, is that the fake one? Or is that the bullet? No, oh, is that the. <laughs> <laughs> they're my keys. Oh, Somebody's giving around. him like a little, um, like a little prop, like just a Glock or something. And he's just pulled out like an AR 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he's also like vehemently against like guns and yeah, gun I violence. As I, well. I, and so I he, really like Alec Baldwin. I think he's a great actor. It's mm. so very unfortunate. He's going to be beside himself and like, oh, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he retires from acting or anything. Could you imagine if it happened to you? Yeah, exactly. Just like, yeah, you're just on set and you want to be making stuff with some very awesome creative people and you end up, that ends up happening. Yeah, yeah you kill someone by accident. Yeah. No, it, yeah, I reckon if that happened to me, it'd probably ruin my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I it so. would to most people. 
All right. <laughs> give us some information on the ones we don't know. Yeah, give me yeah. some information on Arnott's. Okay. Oh, so. God, I hope this is a furfy, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well. It depends what biscuit it is. That's true. Could be a shit um, biscuit. Yeah, it <laughs> could be a shit biscuit. If, it's if you say the Monte Carlo, Wait. I'm going to Arnott's after we finish recording. <laughs> turns out, It turns out it's the teddy bear. That's even worse. <laughs> I guess if we have any international lis- listeners, uh, Arnott's, they're Australian... Oh, I assume they're Australian biscuit company that yes. make uh, a lot of great, great tasting biscuits. Anything from your savoury shapes. They come in multiple flavours. They're personally my favourite. And, of course, a bunch of other nice sweet biscuits Exalted as well. creams. Oh, the yes. milk arrowroot. Oh, oh the, the ginger snaps. Love me a good ginger Ooh. snap. The chalk ripple. It's, see, such a, it's such a household name in Australia. Everybody knows Arnott's and everybody knows, like, all of their products. Yeah. All right, so um, it's been a rough, recent years have been a tough time for the snack food industry, despite how many people have been stuck at home in quarantine. Figures from the uh, 2020 to 2021 year has shown a 13% drop in people trending away from childhood favorite snacks. Arnott's have announced that the Kingston will finish up in 2022. Following sales reports indicating that a particular biscuit Hasn't sold quite as well as other favourites. The Kingston. Yeah, yeah what, I don't actually know Kingston. what the Kingston, Kingston is. What's the Kingston again? I do. That's, I think that's, that's, that's the, the, that's the town with the, big, with the big crayfish. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that so it's, it's, the, it's smaller the, than all of the other assorted creams, but it's got like that chocolate yeah, kind of layer in the middle. I thought it was like a coffee-flavoured Monte Carlo. Kind of. It's probably the best way to describe it. It's just smaller and more round rather than being oval. But Ah, uh, okay. I've just looked it up. I yes, I do know them. They are yeah. just like the, the two biscuits with the chocolate strip in the middle. Oh yeah, get fucked. I love they're, them. They're great. <laughs> the Kingstons. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so Drew's heading to the Arnold's factory after this. I don't know if I can show you, Dan. Have you it's a bit too far away. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. Brought up a pop up anyway. <laughs> Let's just forget that that happened. <laughs> Yeah, um, so... <laughs> yeah. So, Kingston Southeast is cancelled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, no no more no more big... Um, uh, some footage of Larry the Lobster from his early days was re- released of him being racist, and now Kingston is cancelled. <laughs> I prefer the town gets cancelled than the, that biscuit. That is delicious. <laughs> yeah. oh, actually, I've got no, a... No, no stop between Millicent and Meningi now. I've got a fun anecdote about Kingston quickly. I was talking to one of my friends that lives in Perth recently, and he was telling me that his girlfriend... Uh, he was saying to me that she came to visit Mount Gambia area once, like when she was a lot younger with her mum, and they went to Kingston from Mount Gambia. And I was like, why would you go to Kingston if you're in Mount Gambia? That's red flag number one. But they went there because like, I, presumably they don't really know the area very well, should have gone to Robe. And they went there and they said, he said that she said that they went down the beach and there was a dead pig with its stomach cut open and just its guts hanging out on the beach. I was like, that sounds like a very Kingston thing to happen. Wow, I love rural South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the pig come? They well, I don't know. They, he said, like, they just left. They didn't want to know any more information about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. Or or is it Kingston, Jamaica that's cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> is that the capital of Jamaica? That's the capital. <laughs> no, it's, it's Sean Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> He's been cancelled. <laughs> I'd prefer Sean Kingston be cancelled than the, than the biscuit. Let's be honest. Oh, definitely. I don't even know who Sean Kingston is. The, the, Kingston's actually the, the big who, who is Sean Kingston? So uh, beautiful is, is girls. Sings- yeah, beautiful oh. girl. That's why it'll never <laughs> work. They yeah, can't make me suicidal. 
I think we're going to get cancelled for this terrible recital. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Kingston's actually one of my because the big Arnott snack pack with all the different biscuits. That was like my favourite part. Yeah, yeah so assorted creams, bro. Yeah, what's going to happen to that assorted pack then? Is it going to go away? Is it going to be smaller without those biscuits in it? Yeah, probably if, be smaller the and, and still the same uh, price. I'm going to go out and get a pack of assorted creams and tribute after this. <laughs> Further ahead, that I read down in that article, it said. Um, concerns about those assorted cream packs like you've just oh, said there you go they will they will Fuck. increase the size and um amount of everything else in there and the price structure will stay the same mm. so you probably get like another two monte carlos and like another orange cream oh, or something like see, that the see, monte carlo the orange cream the monte carlo is another top tier one for me so i'm all right with that one being increased but the no, i don't know anybody that like was like yeah i love me the orange creams from nobody the likes the orange cream. get rid of those ones yeah no. Who wants to I eat a biscuit this- that tastes like orange? The problem no is, if, if this if this story is true, Arnott's have the data. They know what's going on. They know that it's not selling. Yep. And but, I but think it's also, just up, uh, it's is up this to us. also a um a marketing scheme like when they changed the shapes flavors because that was also Arnott's. It was. And Fuck. Also, what, also, has God, what do they do to those shapes? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has Christ. anyone ever seen an individual pack of orange creams? Yes. No, I haven't. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking back to the last time I was in the supermarket and I don't remember seeing a pack of orange creams on the shelf. How, how, yeah. how, how often do you go shopping, Dan? <laughs> Not often <laughs> enough, maybe. <laughs> it's been 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after all this talk about biscuits, I've completely forgotten story three. Uh, that was <laughs> Scottish man finds second message in bottle from Canada. Second message. Oh, I, do, I could certainly hope that this one is true so that the biscuit one can be fake. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm so, going to look in story two. <laughs> <laughs> a man walking on the beach in Scotland um, has found a message in a bottle and discovered it was the second such message to travel, uh, travel across the Atlantic Ocean from the same man in Canada. Um, Andrew Eaton Lewis a 48-year-old UIG <laughs> resident posted about the discovery on Facebook seeking help translating the message, which was written in French. He found the bottle washed up on the beach during a recent outing at Cliff Beach with friends and family. Uh, he thought it was just waste, but uh, when he got Ooh. closer, he saw that there was barnacles on the bottle uh, with a message inside. And this is the second one that's been found around that area previous one was found by a woman called mary bird containing a similar (laughs) message in french i think that that actually sounds quite plausible because i have i think i've read somewhere that like messages in bottles and just things that go into the ocean if they enter at the same place they tend to actually show up at the same place just because of ocean currents and stuff actually um there's that thing um a (laughs) container of rubber ducks I'm um, like capsized in like the 90s <laughs> and they have been found all over the world. Oh, okay, maybe I was wrong then. <laughs> uh, another important piece of information that I don't want to leave out is um, the message was dated January 26th, 2020. Hmm. So it's taken hmm. roughly a year and a bit. Well, almost two years. Excellent. All right, well, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, story number two, Eco's <laughs> Kingston. Save our hashtag save our Kingstons. <laughs> hashtag save the Kingstons. All right, let's go for it, Dan. Let's fucking let's start a movement here on cracking food. 
Story number two, it is. Vote um, with your wallets, boys. <laughs> I, I really want it to be story number two, but I'm actually going to go with number three just because I feel like the the visual of a bottle covered in barnacles just seems too to our treasure islandy for me <laughs> and i'm gonna go with yeah it sounds like to if it was 2020 that it was dated barnacles would they latch to it that quickly when i don't know moving? that they also like how would they even get on a bottle and yeah, i'm gonna go with number three. Oh fuck that no oh, well, i've locked it in doesn't matter <laughs> i really i want to be wrong i want it to be mm. kingston's i mean i say this despite the fact that i haven't had an honest pack in so long that's what i mean like <laughs> Regardless of our feelings, they have the data. Yeah, they you know. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're like, if you want to keep them, then fucking buy them. <laughs> buy a pack a day. Then they'll be like, yeah, we'll keep making them. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, yeah, I'm going to go with number three. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm happy to announce that the Furfy <gasps> is number two. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've never been so yes. happy to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord. I was like, what can I do that'll tug on the heartstrings this week? Yeah, it fucking worked. No, who gives a <laughs> shit about Alec Baldwin? We've still got our Kingstons. <laughs> Alec Good news, Kingston right. SC, you're still a town. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no matter Kingston. how much pig viscera may lay on your beaches. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, the Kingston biscuit definitely smells better than the town. <laughs> That's for sure. Um Look, look, we don't pe- call it Stinkston for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the people of Kingston are, you know, they're good people, I assume. Um, but it's mainly just all the, all the seaweed and that just gets caught yeah, and just Kingston rots. Is a, it makes the town stink. Kingston so. is a very smelly town, even for fishing towns. Yeah. yeah it's, it's no beach port. I should also point out that I don't actually hate Kingston. I just talk smack about anything that it, crosses my mind. <laughs> Kingston's a very, road. it's a very nice town. The on the run. A servo is a lifesaver. It, it genuinely on the is. way to Adelaide. It's a it's a great yeah. convenience. Get some hot dogs. Chantel really hyped up those hot dogs, and uh, it's just like a soggy hot dog. Well, <laughs> this was this an eight dollar like hot dog. Also, what the fuck? Also, man? I think there's a takeaway shop under Larry the Lobster now, which is what there is. Okay, I run for that money. I think. Really? I really hate that it's called Larry the Lobster because we don't call them lobsters. Yeah, no. Crayfish. Yeah, we 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 call we call them crayfish, but they're technically rock lobsters. That's like their. I think like a crayfish is just another name for a rock lobster. But yeah, in Australia we call them Mm. crayfish. Yeah, I think it's just like if if they want like that international tourist money, they just go, oh, it's a lobster. If if you go crayfish, or what the hell's a crayfish? I guess it should it should be Craig the crayfish, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that. I think the locals would appreciate that. Nobody else would. Everybody else would be like, what the fuck's a crayfish? <laughs> I think we should jump on the Simpsons money and just call him Pinchy. <laughs> yep. Oh, Pit. How sad was that episode, though? <laughs> like, he's like crying while he's eating. <laughs> so, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the show wasn't off the rails before, it certainly is now. <laughs> uh, Wait, this show never got on the rails when, once we started talking about Hitler. <laughs> Yeah. True. Yeah. We've talked about that many weird things that I forgot we even did that. <laughs> it seems like an eternity ago, but it was only about an hour ago. So, boys, that brings us to the end of this episode of Crack and Furfies. Anything else we'd like to talk about before we head on off? Well, we've discovered all the topics I wanted to cover, which was uh, time traveling Hitler, rock lobsters, <laughs> pig viscera, and Alec Baldwin accidentally shooting people. So, I'm I'm good. I'm covered. Yeah. 
got got my opinions in about the the tiers of Arnott's. So yeah, I'm I think I'm going to go buy some Arnott's after I leave here now. I really want some <laughs> you, Kingston's. Yeah, I mean, you've got a career in welcome. marketing for them. <laughs> I tell you what, like Tom is single handedly yeah, giving just, them marketing. <laughs> it just it just scared us being like, oh fuck, we don't want any of these uh, flavors disappearing from the shelves. Like there's actually so we've got to go like and a, bulk buy them. There's somebody from the Arnott's marketing team just like behind his webcam holding yeah. a gun over him. He's like, you better, <laughs> better. <laughs> so, so we've actually funny. impressed. Yeah. We've impressed a rep. It's just not the furfy rep. <laughs> just the not Arnott's the furfy rep. rep. <laughs> the Arnott's reps in at the pub like, oh, thank you so much. But uh, can, you, can you try and push some of these new shapes flavors? They really don't like salt and vinegar sh- shapes. <laughs> is that a yeah, thing? No, it is. Oh, that's, that sounds that's a awful. real thing and I'm not going to buy them. Because mm, I love, also got, love salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, salt the and vinegar chips are the, like, the, out of all of the original flavors, they're definitely the best. What about the Sandboy ones from back in the day when you can add the extra flavoring? Yeah. I did, oh. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I remember those. I remember that. That the atomic tomato ones came out oh. roughly about the same time. Atomic tomato sandboys are brilliant. Mm. I, I used also- to love. I used to love the chips, like the Smith chips. They came with like the Pokemon cards, the Digimon yeah. cards. Oh yes, uh, I remember Dragon Ball Z Tarzos, all of that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. like things. I remember dragging my dad the servo to buy me like mm. multiple mm. packs of chips. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Uh, I think it was they were called Doritos 3D. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yep. Yeah. And, and they're like puffed up. Yeah, they're puffed up. Like they didn't. They weren't like the cheesy flavor or anything. And these were the only ways when I was when I was a tiny kid to get like these EX Digimon cards. There was uh, in in the Digimon card set. There was like six sets with like the mega evolutions of like the villains of the uh, Digimon anime. Yep. And you could only get these in these chips. And I remember being like, yeah, dad can I have these chips and what and they taste like shit. Like awful. <laughs> like like I couldn't eat like as a kid, just like you know, they you're were- gobbling down chips and you don't give a shit and you're just eating trash. I I actually had like two of these chips and went, no, nah, I don't want them. But uh, did I want more of those packs of chips? Yes, I did. I wanted the <laughs> EX Digimon cards. I think, I think they were like like the poor man's twisty or something. I feel like we just need to do an episode where we just reminisce on Australian snack foods. I think so. I think so. The, the crack and furfies snack review. Yes. <laughs> the snack and furfies. Snack and, <laughs> snack and furfies. Just Come, like, coming to you soon. Yeah, because yeah, no, I've also got like southern fried chicken shapes and like three cheese shapes or something now. And I have seen those. Yeah, right. mm. Don't you don't you think it sucks that the the government stepped in and put regulations that you can't like tempt kids with like these toys and chips and that anymore? Oh, is that what? I didn't even know that happened. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's exactly like the government or, but there's definitely regulations that like, you know, cereal can't come with toys and chips can't come with cards and all that type then of stuff. Nobody ever would have played Age of Empires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In your <laughs> bloody Kellogg's. Like Nutrigrain, yeah. yeah. I got I so many games on PC through that. I, yeah. Like before I had a Game Boy or any of this stuff, I played on my mum's computer and just like, I got like this random game. From like Ozkick, <laughs> you yeah, told me like, this story before, like, actually. And you get them from like your breakfast cereals and your pizza. Yeah. Like I got the Sims Two like complete set from like Pizza Hut for like five dollars extra on top of my pizza one day. That's yeah. I'm showing showing my age a bit here, but years and years ago, we used to get some form of Uncle Toby cereal, and we would get yo-yos in that. Oh, oh yes, that's awesome. Yeah, yes. Oh man, love yo-yos. Sanitarium yo-yo. So just like the idea of you, Tom, being like, I'm showing my age here, and then you just hold up a piece of paper that says I'm 30. <laughs> 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 Super literal. 
I think we've lost Tom. I reckon he's just cut out. <laughs> I think he's just aged out of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crack and Furfies. If you enjoy the show, make sure you reach out to us on uh, social media, on Twitter, all that type of stuff. And also leave us an Apple podcast review. That definitely helps with the show, getting out to new people. And it's just cool hearings for, from some people as well. Has some uh, bit of feedback from, from random people, so it's been very cool to hear that. We're having fun doing the show, aren't we, Ash? Yes, excellent fun. I love it. Yes. Very much enjoying it so far. And what about you, Tom? You having fun there, mate? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he just heard my joke and we just went, nah, I'm done. (laughs) That's great timing, actually. It was. I think he's Uh, actually ducked down to IGA to get some assorted creams. (laughs) Yeah, he just disconnected. He's actually disconnected now. Yeah. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you, Dean. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1 you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.